Was the security at MGM and Caesars in Las Vegas reasonable? As we say reasonable in this space for the information they had and the business risk they face. Dr. Stan, I can't wait to hear your thoughts on this. Well, I'm gonna speak like all the lawyers I know, Julie, and say, it depends, right? <laughs> like, yes, sure. It's, and, and we're gonna find out the meaning of it depends over the next several years in the lawsuits that we're gonna see from this, because we will. Um, the SEC has recently published new regulations on the transparency that businesses must have with their shareholders with respect to cyber risks, information risk. And the question, legal question is gonna come, did the board meet, did MGM and the board meet those legal regulations on the one right. side? And then from shareholders who are upset, of course, at what happened, um, we're going to see lawsuits. I expect we'll see lawsuits. There are too many attorneys out there. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh, this is right. Ripe for yeah. It, right. I mean, uh, okay. yeah, exactly. And they're going to look to break the corporate shield, uh, holding the board members individually responsible for, for this. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, that too, we shall see. Uh, and and the whole question of reasonableness is 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 what comes to mind. I mean, what is reasonable security anyway? You know, last week. It was two massive casinos. They were hit by a social engineering attack. So that means that somebody went on LinkedIn. So scammers, cartels, whoever it is, like the bad guys, they went onto LinkedIn and they found somebody and all of his information. And then they took that information and they pretended to be him. They called those hotels and they were able to convince them, we think, that, hey, this is me. I got locked out of my systems. Um, help me reset my information. They are good and they're going to do nothing but get better. Social engineering is about to get even more hyperdrived as we get AI brought in. I mean, even now, one day we're going to have to do this where I socially engineer Dr. Stan and I have him say all manner of funny things here on, on, on Live on Cyber just because I can, like ordering linguine when we should be talking about this stuff because I can mimic his voice once I have it recorded. So your CEO, so this is for small businesses, folks. Your CEO can call you. Julie, I'm at the hotel right now. They just locked my credit card out. I need five grand wired to me immediately. We're about to have this meeting kick off. They can find it on LinkedIn, guys. Mm -hmm. They know where you are. They know so much detail about you. And the thought leaders might know this. So Stan, what the heck are we yeah. gonna do? This is Well, terrible. first of all, I also know do you like your linguini with a clam sauce? <laughs> you know? Or do you like your linguini arrabbiata? You know, I mean we find out all kinds of stuff in the internet. And you know, exactly. you you go right to the point of this. Or we we we, we've heard this about the MGM attack, how exactly they got into Caesars is still uh, something I not read about, uh, if, if that's been uh, publicized, you know, in, in the yeah. press or not. But with the, with the MGM, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, and we're seeing these deep fakes emerge as stronger and stronger and stronger. And uh, it absolutely becomes a challenge. But it's not just deep fakes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about how much better the technology is going to get in the future. 
But the reality is companies are falling victims to this right now with current technology. We, yeah. Our company will go in and do an assessment on a new client and look to see at the regular, you know, the, the procedures that IT follows. Um, and what we find all too often is mm -hmm. the critical procedures like authenticating users who claim to have lost their passwords. I mean, that's, you know, you're, you're, you, you may be giving somebody keys to the kingdom. You know, you manage that very, 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 very carefully with um, the equivalent of multi-factor authentication and, and, and yes. those kinds of things. So that even if I steal your password in the absence of multi-factor authentication or the absence of something like that, I still yeah. check it in. So yeah. where where was the board was the, huh, and right. where was the IT, you know, Julie? Where was the IT as well? Yeah. Who was asleep at the switch? And yep. why were they asleep at the switch? And what do we do more generally yeah. to prevent the situation where one person's asleep at the switch? Just to give you an example of where we maybe should start thinking about going with deep fakes for act certain kinds of access, just like no one person can flip the switch and launch a nuclear missile. Two people put their keys in at the same time and turn the switch at the same time. You know, we've all seen the movies. Maybe it's time we do things like that if I'm about to give access to somebody with exactly. strong, uh, strong ability to navigate over the network. I mean, if they were able to... Her. Oh, I completely agree, Steve. If they were able to get in with this one password point... Yeah. And access everything to shut down, what, 20% of the strip? That's too much access. That is yeah. not enough intermediary points. There are not enough keys on the nuclear missile there. Yeah, operations With one password, yeah. it just... So those, yeah. those stop, those like dams in the water, they need to be present to hold back the tide. Yes. Yeah. Yes, hold back the tide. And... That's that's another piece that just gives me great concern, because uh, if you go back, what is it, nine years to the target breach, uh, they got, you know, they, they, they hacked the bad guys, hacked the, an air conditioning supplier to a target store. And from that, they were able to bring down the cash registers throughout the target system. Ugh, uh, terrible. Here they get in. Okay, they're in. But they're able to get to the slot machines and the door locks. I mean, something. And if you say, oh, well, they shut them down out of uh, defensive concern, that's an awfully expensive hit on that's your real bad. business oh. and your incident response plan. It sounds like, yeah. I, th I think, you know, you, you need to think about this a little more deeply, uh, which is also where the lessons learned for the small and medium sized businesses that we. Yes work in you know there are lessons here truly strong yes. lessons yeah yeah it makes me think like we should be having these things called tabletop exercises yeah. where we all just sit down and we map out everything that can go to hell <laughs> like what could go wrong if someone mm -hmm. gets someone's password how are they gonna how are we gonna know it's her if she emails or text messages me um, because there's this other thing called SIM switching that we'll have to cover sometime where it could come from my team member's yes. phone number or email because they you use that same email password that you use for Pizza Hut also to get into your email. Yeah. 
we we really have to be thoughtful about how these things will go down. So we do these exercises, we figure out where there's gaps and we think about at least the first 10 gaps that come to mind. Just start, right? It's like if we were to walk, crawl, run or crawl, walk, run, it's like just start with the stuff that's the most basic, if nothing else. Don't wait for the perfect and run those exercises. Don't just leave it in a binder when you decide to come up with recommendations. That that is so true. There's this whole idea of you know crawl, walk, run, as 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 you go. Um, there's and the, you know MGM is is like gigantic enough that they ought to be having tabletop exercises throughout the right. company all the time going on. But you take a small business, a medium sized business, yeah, just getting together with the executives, the IT teams, you know, sometimes just the IT because there's a lot of technology stuff to you know. Like focus on, and other times, um, bring management in, make some, you know, what are the executive decisions, and all of that goes, you know, ultimately, more than anything else, cybersecurity, like anything, comes down to mindfulness. You know, yes. If we're not keeping it front of mind, it's going to dissipate away. You know, yes. um, that's what we have to avoid because. If you're not taking care of it, if you're not protecting yourself, if you're not doing the basics, these things that are reasonable, and oh, by the way, Secure the Village has a conference, October 12th, our fourth annual conference on what is reasonable, just how to figure it out. We've got attorneys, insurance uh, people, uh, IT folks, privacy experts, cybersecurity experts, all. It's a great panel. And we'll talk about all of these issues and you know try to get some basics out uh to that to helping helping people find it you can sign you can register for it on our on our website uh securethevillage.org so certainly please plan to to join us there because there again part of what we're talking about is that if you're not protecting yourself julie you're putting your fate and the fate of your family ultimately in the hands of cyber criminals and you don't want to do that you don't want to give them that total advantage over you—that's that's that's I think one of the lessons. It's a huge lesson. Try to just imagine if it were you, if it were tomorrow, and if you could have done something to prevent yeah. you from not being able to meet payroll because you couldn't do client work next week. I mean, yeah. the the implications—if we don't just stop and get our head around it that we're sunk yeah. and this goes for family and friends and the people on your block yeah. i mean they it's the implications are huge and i think most of the people who listen to us they're aware it's bad mm-hmm. but do we ever think it can happen to us yeah so. yeah sadly it it can happen and you know part of part of good protection is to be ready for when it happens. And the evidence again is clear that those companies who are ready for a breach, when the breach occurs, it costs them significantly less money, less aggravation, less, fewer headaches. Yeah. Than the companies that are not prepared. It's gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I I can't help but smile when I think about like if MGM could have done it right. And yeah. that has 
password or that situation could have been stopped at like level one and not level yes. 25. I mean, yes. well, anyway, well, we never hear the good news. Well, we never hear the people <laughs> doing it right, but we hope you have some stories because it will happen to you. It really is just a matter mm -hmm. of time. So let's yeah. be ready. So I hope you have some good stories to tell one day about how your prevention made a big difference. Like your text message from your cousin, Dr. Stan, if you didn't catch her episode that's right. last week, folks, um, that's one to catch to hear that story. So that's right. well, catch us at the upcoming Reasonable Security Summit that Secure the Village puts on annually. If you'd like to sponsor that session, let us know because you can put your name on something that really is making a difference for small businesses in the community to help us secure this village because it takes a village to secure this village. Sure does. Thank you, Julie. Once again, uh, yeah, what's well, great, great talking to you. And, you know, sad we have to talk about the MGMs and Caesars of the world. It's not as much fun, you know, as talking about wins and successes, but this is the reality. This is the end. So we've got to learn from these things. I mean, that's, that, that's, that's the challenge. How do we learn from them? Thanks for helping us all learn together. Heck yes, I'll ask my layman questions all day long for the, all of us. So we'll see you next week, folks. Thanks. Thanks.